0: No, but it touches my dude, except me and my body. Hello, and welcome to our Weep There Yet, an exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. And I'm Brennan McCullough, the anime expert. Uh, We're we're thrown off our rhythm this week. Uh, Feels uh, weird. Unfortunately, uh, uh, Dana, after last week's episode talking about uh, (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh, devoted their life uh, and their heart to the cards, uh, so they won't be joining us this week. Uh, So instead, we're joined by a guest. Uh, you know his work, uh, on Earwolf podcasts like Scam Goddess, Freedom, and Getting Curious, and the host of the Dark Weeb podcast, Cody Ziegler. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you for joining us.
1: <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. I'm, I, I cannot wait to delve into this truly bizarre anime that you made me watch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, uh, uh, this week we are, we are diving into our Four Kids Athon, uh, for, this is week three, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, we are getting into the... the sp- oh, no, this is week four. Oh. Ex- ex- We've lost track of... Track you of guys team. are soldiers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's wearing is- on us. We're we're two-thirds through at this point. <laughs> uh, Hopefully by the end, we'll all be dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, only the sweet release of death will save us at this point. <laughs> uh, yes, this week, uh, it's also the spooky season. We're in, we're in Halloween time, so we gotta... We got to get on board with these ghosties and watch Shaman King this
2: week. Oh yeah. Nothing like nothing like taking the undead spirits of our ancestors and enslaving them to our whim.
1: Yeah, and then just shoving them directly into your chest.
2: Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. You got to fill that hole somehow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, once you give your heart to the cards, cards there's an empty cavity that a, a ghost goes in.
2: <laughs> All about that merch. We sell
0: our bodies for merch. <laughs> uh, oh. So yeah, Zig. Uh, we we talk about how w- we uh, are shamefully into anime. Uh, yeah can can you give us a rundown? Where was four kids formative for your anime experience, or what was your in entry point for anime? <laughs>
1: All right, so I I'll, so this is a two part uh, answer to the the question you just asked. Uh, as far as four kids, like when I was watching Shaman Kings, I had this distinct memory of like, man, this seems like something I'd watch, like that I personally wouldn't watch. But I remember seeing like this type of like dub on like you know. Cartoon Network or whatever, like whatever channel would show it, like Fox Kids, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then like doing some research, I was like, oh, these, this is the same company that dubbed like Yu Gi Oh and like all the Pokemon and stuff. So, like, oh, that, that's why I'm getting that sense of like, sort of like bizarrely voice dubbed like everyone's a little bit too happy the music doesn't necessarily fit the like the tone of the show because I'm I'm assuming they just did like a new version of the soundtrack but like how I actually got into anime like I think the first anime I ever like watched was Robotech back when Toonami like first came on Cartoon Network I was like, oh, wow, we have robots, and they transform, and they f- they're they fighting aliens. I'm all aboard this. Give me everything I can possibly watch.
2: Oh, yeah. Robotech's a throwback.
1: Yeah, it was definitely, that was the big one. And then after that, I discovered Dragon Ball Z, and it was like, just game over. And then I completely <laughs> leaned into it 1,000%.
2: Oh, God, Dragon Ball Z truly is the gateway anime for, for Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, boy, I
1: spent so much money on, like, you know, back when you would have to buy the VHSs that had, like, two or three episodes on them per VHS day. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Burning 20 bucks every week for three episodes.
2: I, I think, like, I went over my cousin's house not too long ago, and it's just funny seeing his wife, who was a teacher, and just had a wall of, like, textbooks and, like, different, like, education stuff to, like, greater kids. And then he's just got a huge self of just every Dragon Ball Z VHS tape yet. <laughs> And I was just like, really? You don't even have a VCR anymore. He's like, I spent the money, man. Like, I can't get rid of it. <laughs> that's I wasted so
1: much money on VHS tapes from, like, uh, FYE or, or Sunpack or whatever, whatever was selling oh, Sun- them. Oh,
2: Suncoast.
1: Suncoast, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: God, that's, that's the anime fix when before the internet was as accessible as it is now.
1: Yeah, you know, it's funny that you say that because we talk about it a little bit on on our show, The Dark Weeb, where, um, like, you know, you would buy, like, you know, I remember buying Akira when I was, like, 13 or 14, or having my parents buy it, rather. And, like, you know, the, the previews you'd see before you'd actually watch the movie was, like, that's the only way that you could discover, or that anyway I could discover, like, new TV shows or movies was, like, the four or five, you know, 30-second clips they put before the movie. Like, oh, my God black a black cat or whatever I'm gonna go watch that uh, yeah. or like yeah. or, uh, or Appleseed shoot sure, that sounds rad. I'm gonna check this out
2: yeah and then you're just like talking to all your friends trying to figure out like do you know what this is? Have you ever heard of this? I need connections
1: yeah do you have anything new? I've watched the same four movies a thousand times now
0: yeah yeah we're so saturated in trailers and advertising now that we forget that trailers at one point served a function where you had <laughs> to watch them to learn about new shows
1: yeah that is funny that you mentioned that yeah like you distinctively had to be like you know what i've ran out of things to watch or enjoy how can i find something else you're like oh here's a trailer for you it'll interest you in watching a thing as opposed to being like here's the teaser here's their teaser trailer here's the actual trailer here's trailer number four you're like no i just need the one thing to tell me where to find it that's all that i need
0: here's the japanese trailer with 16 extra seconds (laughs)
2: Three <laughs> extra shots. Up, up you watch too many trailers. Now you know the whole movie. The whole plot's ruined for you.
0: <laughs> Every uh, joke geez. is now ruined because it's all in the trailer for you.
2: Yep. Oh man, I'm excited. I I remember watching Shaman King briefly as a kid because it was. We talked about the four kids lineup of the Saturday morning cartoons where you get you get to the TV too early and you're getting clips, Clipses and clips of like a show before the one you want to watch. So I remember that's where I got a lot of Shaman King, where I never like sat down and watched it thoroughly. But I remember like getting glimpses here and like, oh, it, I mean, it's in the title, it's Shaman King. It's like ghost fighting thing. So I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm on board, and I catch it here and there. But I never got deeply invested in it like I did with all this other garbage that we know as anime.
1: Yeah, I I completely missed this show. Like I um, I didn't hear about it until you guys pitched it to to watch. But watching it, it, it does seem so of the time it does seem so like early 2005 or whatever where it's like we're gonna put in elements of like pokemon but we got to make it a little bit different mm-hmm. a little bit of like the stands from like jojo bizarre's adventure so like you're getting like oh, all these weird, oh, God, weird animations like put into this this anime for kids so you can't like you also can't have like super violent things happen like
2: yeah it's like It's like JoJo's, but what if there's a guy who didn't eat a dog's face and spit (laughs) it in the owner's
0: face? What if this was suitable for people under 18 years old? Yeah, Yeah. exactly.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. And I take it you haven't had any experience with it, Patrick?
0: No, this show came out uh, 2001 uh, was the initial release. I can't find if that was the original Japanese or the four kids version or if they paired it up. Uh, But, uh, yeah, I was a little too young at that point. Uh I was uh like 6 or 7 at as it was huh. airing. So God. I'm I'm a little baby and and <laughs> missed it. Uh so yeah, by the time it it was in reruns, I guess I I found other things to watch. I I had Sailor Moon to half remember. <laughs>
2: <laughs> to build those foundation memories. Uh well,
0: Shall we shall we jump in? Shall we?
1: Oh please, let's.
0: Yes, we are going to watch the first 3 episodes. It's time to go ghost.
2: <laughs> God damn it. <laughs>
1: We got some we got some
0: spooky friendships, (laughs) friendships,
1: Uh, what a what a journey on. There's so much to unpack about this (laughs) dub from someone who just watched it for the first time. There is there's I have uh, there's so much I can't I can't I don't know about you guys, but I could not get every time someone said Morty. I just kept wanting (laughs) Rick Sanchez to pop in. Yeah, Morty,
2: come on, jump on the portal. (laughs)
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's, uh. So, it's, it's such a bizarre move to name this obviously Japanese kid Morty. It's such a weird thing to do.
2: Well, that's one thing I looked up immediately because I I think it starts off. No, you don't actually hear his name for a while. Um, but yeah, as soon as I heard Morty, I was like, that's definitely not the real Japanese name. And I looked. And it clearly isn't. His real name is uh Manta in the original Japanese.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's,
2: but it's weird because we've seen this before, especially with four kids stuff, where they definitely just Americanize the names. Yeah. He's, he's the only one. Everyone else, like, it seems like they have their original Japanese names. So it's yeah. weird that he's the one.
0: I think because he is, like, the kid surrogate character, they were like, yeah, uh, all the American kids, they won't care about uh, a manta. That's not a name. We gotta go with the classic child Mortimer. name, Morty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, mean, I think we all we all know a couple of Mortimer's. Some yeah, of yeah, So yeah, of my friends are named Mortar Mortimer. Speaking of, I think someone just mentioned the idea of the child surrogate like working for the story. That too's I mean I I I'm I've only seen the three episodes that we watched, but I am curious to know what the original um like structure was of like I'm assuming this is based off like a manga. Mm-hmm. I I yes. that like that Morty kid seems so he like tacked on because like I don't I, we don't see anything about like his home life or like his family or like what he does. He's almost just there to like give narration around the the yo the yo guy. Mm-hmm. It almost the show is called Shaman King and Yo is the shaman. It almost seems like he's the main character, but Morty is just sort of there to like drive the story. I don't know it's very bizarre. Like I don't know if they talk about that more later on in the series or like what the original comic books are like but it, like the character of mortimer seems so, so out of place in this actual like storyline wise because he's like shaman's do, like yo's doing like are you's doing all the fighting like he's the one that's like capturing the actual spirits and stuff yeah it's very interesting just thinking about that
0: yeah i think it is mostly just to get the introduction of like who is this mysterious stranger since we're going with the spooky supernatural aspect to it uh, where you can't be like, hey, I'm the new kid, I am uh, mysterious and strange. Because <laughs> as soon as you say that in the first person, everyone's like, okay, goth kid, no one wants to deal with
2: you.
1: We get it, kid. Yeah,
2: we've seen it in a few other series, too. I think it allows them to still have someone in the plot, someone still like worried about what's going to happen. Uh, it's definitely the audience surrogate, but then yeah, also adds the like mystery element to the f- main character without the being the main character being the audience's like eyes. So like we ca- we can't be like oh he disappeared and like left for a week. I wonder what he did, and then you get to speculate. But if you're with him the whole time, it's like oh he was just like picking his ass and like eating Burger King for like a week. <laughs> so it's like oh that kind of destroys the illusion of this cool mysterious main character.
1: <laughs> yeah, with his huge cuffed pants.
2: Oh God, they're so. <laughs> uh, yeah, we let, should get into it. Yeah,
0: let let's get into the meat. We uh starting episode one, we see a boy miss the last train home from school. This is our Morty. Our Morty. our sweet, very baby sized Mortimer.
2: He, yeah, he's he, like
1: three feet tall. It's 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 kinda distracting.
2: I think even smaller than that, like his body is as big as like the handbags they carry to school. Like he is super itty bitty
1: yeah he's all head
2: yeah just he, a lot of-
0: <laughs> his head is about the same size as the rest of his torso and legs combined
2: uh, and- you know what it's like if a south park character met a character from any other show
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 exactly just giant head goes up to the waist of everyone else who yeah. are supposed to be the same age i guess um yeah um, I was wondering that yeah maybe are the
1: same age but uh, yeah the Mortimer is just so stunted that he he looks like an alien compared to everyone else
0: <laughs> Uh so he's he's a big horror story fiend he loves English class at school so he's sort of the loner uh uh dorky kid uh and he's walking home he takes a cut uh shortcut through a graveyard uh, uh where he sees a boy Talking with ghosts, uh and this is our mysterious main character, Yo, <laughs>
2: <laughs> which is great because anytime he says it, he's just yo, and it just <laughs> it just also sounds like they're trying to like feel like, hey, I know youth slang, kids say yo now all the time, but like it is his name, but it still comes off so, comes off, so.
1: picturing like yo and Morty like I think the first episode was called like, yo Morty, I was like yo this is a, yo, this Morty, is a fun yo, Morty. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is,
0: they had to get some sort of hip slang ends if they weren't going the rap route this time. Yeah. Uh, So we, uh, speaking of the music, we get our opening here, which is uh, just some mm, delicious
2: four kids. We can, like, rag on some of the dialogue or some of the writing choices. I... Genuinely enjoy all the opening songs we've seen of four kids' shows so far. I genuinely enjoy this. Has a real like eye of the tiger Phil Collins vibe to it, and I am in the singer is
1: just corny and like just cheesy enough to really like sell it earnestly. You're like, Oh, you know what? This song objectively sounds insane, but I can listen to him, s- listen to him scream Shaman King all day.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, because if if this pops up on the radio, you're like, oh, what is this? This is garbage. But if you throw it over some anime, just like uh, scenes of people transforming and ghosts attacking people, it mm-hmm. uh, it just pairs so well.
1: Yeah. What's, what, yeah. So far, what's been your favorite four kids intro?
2: Oh, God. I think it would have to, at least for me, it would have to be the ultimate muscle one because it's so bonkers and it changes from like. R&B to country twang to like a pseudo rap like <laughs> rhythm to it it's insane.
0: Uh I think uh, I, gotta, I think I watch that one. Yeah, I I think Tokyo Mew Mew just because it was so purely like early 2000s. Yeah, girl, girl power. power.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that was real good too. Uh um, they're also good. Um but we come back from the opening.
0: Yeah, we cut back. Uh, Morty is at school the next day, trying to convince all his friends that he saw a bunch of ghosts in the graveyard. And, of course, they don't believe him, because he's the weird kid who loves horror stories, so his imagination just got the best of him. Uh, But, oh, surprise, surprise! A new kid is joining the class! Check that off the... Bingo card? Yep. Yeah, right. <laughs> yep. Uh we got a new kid. This is Yo, the boy he saw in the graveyard. Uh so when he takes a seat, uh Morty confronts him and is like, Hey, hey, we met yesterday. You were hanging out with ghosts, back me up And uh so cold, <laughs> so right off the <laughs> right off the cold bat, shoulder <laughs> saying, uh nope, I don't know who you
2: are, sorry, kid. I couldn't tell if he actually didn't know Morty or if he was just like really high last night because he's definitely got like the surfer bro aesthetic of like the open shirt. He's got like sharp tooth necklace.
1: Yeah, the sharp tooth puka shell necklaces, yeah. headphones on, <laughs> constantly listening to like Beach Boys.
2: <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's
0: like it. He's just listening to uh, uh, new kids on the block, just not
1: cool at all.
2: Yeah, he says he doesn't, but he's the biggest fan.
1: Yeah, he's being moody in the graveyard listening to 90s pop. (laughs) No one understands me. My dad (laughs) loves the Who.
2: (laughs) All the lame music like that.
0: (laughs) Uh, So he, uh, Morty follows uh, Yo around, convinced that uh, he's going to, watch him and follow him back because, uh, you don't just hang out with ghosts once, you do it all the time. So he's gonna catch him in the act. Uh, so he follows Yo, where he's just sitting on a bridge. Uh, Yo knows he's being watched, so he's like, oh, I'll just hang out here all day. And, uh, Morty freaks out, g- blows his cover, and, Yo slips away. Uh, so he goes back to the graveyard that night to, uh, Get a camera and catch him in the act with ghosts.
1: Foolproof plan, by the way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ghosts also,
1: are known for being very photogenic.
2: Yeah, very. I thought about that. I was like, is that a special camera? Or is that just like a Polaroid? And like, Morty's an idiot.
1: Yeah. Man, I guess Morty just didn't think this plan out too far. That's what I'm guessing.
2: <laughs> he's supposed to be like the little, like, nerdy character, but he's also dumb. So, like, it's like you're just the little character. Yeah. Uh, I forget the kid's name,
0: but I was getting strong Invader Zim vibes from this kid. Uh, oh. The neighbor you- who always tries to uh, catch uh, Zim. Yeah, Dim dim yeah just strong like oh, I'm gonna catch you and prove that you're not supposed to be
2: here
1: I'm gonna get you this time
2: <laughs> he dedicates his life to it but he also still sucks at that thing
1: <laughs> that's such a funny idea like Mortimer is like he's really gonna try to catch these these uh, ghosts but he's just so inept even though he's put years and years into it he can't pull his shit together
0: <laughs> uh, 40 years down the road he rents out a small closet where he runs his business out of <laughs> Uh, so, uh, camping out at the graveyard, Morty sees, ah, a gang meeting is happening here. Oh shit, One of my favorite characters. Yes, we we get, we get the gang leader, uh, Rio, who (laughs) is, has an Italian accent, a big ol', like, the, the Japanese pompadour that, like, points straight out forward. Uh, For,
2: like, two solid feet of hair. It's... Uh, he is a JoJo character.
1: Yeah, we'll I was getting get- strong. He has like this, this like white laser suit with like huge lapels. Yeah, he's yeah. got a giant wooden sword for no reason that apparently that he doesn't seem to know how to use. <laughs> and, like, as you say, like he has an Italian accent, but I couldn't get over how the guy that does his voice is also the, vo- is also the voice for Goku. And, like, I just it could not get out of my <laughs> head like Goku doing an Italian accent <laughs> in the graveyard.
2: Mama, me, I got to find the dragon balls
1: (laughs) oh i'm walking over here
2: (laughs) the more i watched of the show like the more jojo vibes especially part four the one we watched earlier with josuke so josuke's got the pompadour very like stylish suit he's got the little friend companion that does nothing like (laughs) they fight with these big like ghost spirits that are just stands like you pointed that out that's exactly what they are and i'm like Did JoJo's Part 4 just copy Shaman King? Which came first? (laughs) Yeah,
0: because the uh, manga for JoJo's is much older. The manga for this came out uh, in uh, 98. So I'm sure that storyline was already written at that point. (laughs) Yeah, probably. That's funny. (laughs) Uh, So we have uh, uh, Ryo talking about how... that this graveyard, Monument Hill, is their new hangout, their uh, their gang headquarters, and they're gonna uh, catch that kid who keeps hanging out there.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Damn kids, get off my dead yard.
1: <laughs> yeah, get out of here. We're trying to do gang stuff.
2: <laughs> this is where we <laughs> squat. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, uh, to prove how big and tough he is, he kicks over a gravestone. And one of one of his henchmen is like, uh, "Boss, uh, didn't don't you know that's that's the cursed gravestone of the ancient samurai?" Uh, uh, yeah, you uh, don't want to uh, be
1: disrespectful, of uh, boss. <laughs>
0: <laughs> please, please, <laughs> sentimentality is big around here.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love that. Like they're in this badass gang, but everyone is very like, "Hey, we should not be desecrating respectful graves." Like, respectful. yeah, we have to be respectful of this ancient samurai.
2: <laughs> it's also weird to me. I mean, maybe. Just because we're in L.A. and, like, six years is old for, for out here. But, like, the idea of, like, oh, yeah, there's just this 600-year-old, like, st- uh, tombstone in the middle of the cemetery. No big deal. Like, what? I'd <laughs> lose my fucking mind if there was just something 600 years old just casually sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> just chilling.
0: Just as you squat over eating your Taco Bell.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> just asking to be knocked in half and broken into. <laughs>
0: But yeah, this is the grave of, uh, Amita Maru, who is a, a cursed samurai. And the stone was supposed to keep his soul in place. Uh, and Morty seeing this is like, oh, I don't want to mess with these tough guys and backs away and kicks over a, a classic cartoon tin can. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I also like that someone comes to this 600 year old gravesite, eats a can of beans yeah. and then leaves it. <laughs>
2: just this one thing right around here I was also expecting a license plate a half eaten boot and a goat <laughs> Yeah right
0: <laughs> No a uh, perfect apple core just yeah, sitting yeah. right next to it <laughs> Uh so uh this alerts Rio and the gang and uh they chase him out of the graveyard he uh We don't see it, but he falls down a hill and uh, I don't know if this is uh, the Americans trying to be like, no, he didn't get his ass kicked. He just fell down a hill. (laughs) Uh,
1: But he's I can I'm going to I'm going to put money on it and say that they actually did beat the crap out of him, but they cut it from the American release.
0: Yeah, these adults wouldn't hurt a child. It's fine.
2: (laughs) But to be fair, this child is also going to school with other full grown adults because one of his classmates is like. Six seven and a full on bodybuilder.
1: Yeah, with his shirt completely unbuttoned. Yeah, all yeah, the way yeah, yeah.
2: Once again, a JoJo's character.
0: Yeah. Yeah, honestly, if you told me Ryo was uh fourteen, that's a theme, cause all of the giant muscular wrestlers in Ultimate Muscle are fourteen, apparently. God, it's so weird. Uh so uh where uh they're uh he's back at school, he got his ass kicked, uh the classmates tell him, Hey, idiot, don't go back to the graveyard, cause they're going to kick your ass again. Uh but yo hearing this uh, uh realizes that he sort of set him up for getting beat up and is like, "Hey, uh now that we're in private, I'll admit, yeah, go surreal. Uh I I definitely saw you. I just didn't want to draw attention to myself since I'm the new kid. And I definitely threw you
2: under the bus." <laughs>
1: I just screwed you over because I didn't want anyone to know that I could see ghosts, but it's, it's cool now. <laughs> I'm the new
2: kid. I didn't want to stand out with my puka shells and giant headphones.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to blend in by not following the dress code. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, he confirms that he's a shaman and can see ghosts. Uh, and that, uh, not everyone can, and it's special that Morty can, so it's sort of just them two, and they can't rope anyone else in. Convenient way to exclude the other (laughs) classmates. Um, so, uh, they go back to the graveyard, Yo, uh, uh, ties Morty to a tree so he can't escape.
1: Foolproof plan again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Again.
2: Fantastic.
0: Great start to a great friendship. Yep. (laughs) Uh, lies and, uh, just restraining kidnapping uh so the gang arrives uh yo confronts them and summons the ghost of amitamaru uh uh and we see him use his shaman powers to confront the gang and get his turf back
1: yeah. Uh, what I loved about this scene is that I I came in thinking it was going to, like I said, we've been talking about the JoJo vibe. So I thought it was just going to be like a stand. Like, you know, it'll be like, you know, yo and the uh, 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 the giant ghost samurai of, uh, Amadamaru and like he's going to like do all the actions but like when he like calls his power forth and like makes a little ball of red of red energy that has the face of yeah. uh, the, semi- yeah. Like, the little then, chibi face, yeah and then shoves it into his chest I was like oh wow this is completely defying all expectations I had of how these fight scenes were going to play out
0: Especially when they go through all the effort to make these very cool ghost designs, and they're (laughs) like, "Hey, let me just ball you up. Let me just take this beautiful painting, crumple it up into like a little newspaper ball, and then put it in my chest."
1: Yeah, but it is weird because like they they do like that Dragon Ball Z fusion thing where like they both talk at the same time, Uh, and there's like Uh, an overlay of the spirit over over yo so you're like oh well, well so we still see them but all the actions are happening through a little kid uh, but i will say my favorite thing about this action sequence is that like so like he's fighting you know ryu and like his ultimate samurai move is just to like parry his attack and then cut off his giant pompadour <laughs> yeah
0: yeah he he lobs off the like two feet of overhang over his
2: face and uh that's enough to scare him away <laughs> yeah to be fair though if i was like a character designer on the show and i made this very elaborate detailed samurai ghost character i was like there there's a minamaru and they're like cool now make him fight and be like what's that no, I'm not making him move. I'm condensing him into a ball, and I'm just drawing the kid again. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I, I'm not putting all the work into actual motion. I've already driven the character. That's all you got to do. Yeah, he's Did you
2: see image. the cascading arm uh,
0: uh, pauldrons that I gave him? <laughs> no, I'm not making that move.
2: Yeah, it's like bullshit. Nah. Yeah. I'm turning him into a little energy ball we can sell as chibi plush balls. We <laughs> yeah. merchandise it
0: uh and uh scaring away the gang uh morty is like wow that was rad as hell uh we're best friends now (laughs) teach me how to fight and talk to ghosts please
1: yeah i like that exchange where he's like can you teach me how to be a shaman he's like uh maybe tomorrow he's like can you teach me how to fight uh also maybe tomorrow
0: (laughs) (laughs) please i am so tired it takes so much (laughs) energy to have another human being uh take over my soul
2: Uh, so yeah, we, uh, start the next episode... Oh, uh, uh oh, they do fix Aminomaru's gravestone. They, like, glue it back together and prop it back up. Oh, yes, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, they they are respectful
0: to ghosts, because, yeah. uh, it, it's hard to n- not be on friendly terms when you absorb <laughs> someone into your body. <laughs> when they possess you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the next episode, uh... Uh, being a giant nerd, Morty just dives into like shaman history, <laughs> uh, uh, trying to, uh, study at the graveyard. We get the backstory of like a bunch of different cultures talk to spirits in different ways, but it all comes down to there being a shaman who is, uh, powerful enough to talk to ghosts and see them and all that stuff. Uh, so, uh, Yo, uh, we sort of get his whole uh, plan and mission for the series, Quote. Uh, we established that he's looking for the the spirit of his destiny, and he needs to build a ghost team to become the Shaman King. Pokemon got it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> like, all right, Pokemon, all right, you gotta collect them all, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. Cool,
0: cool. <laughs> Get your merchandising set up in episode two. There you go.
2: Yep.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: I'm... Z- I, I have not checked. I'm sure there's some sort of, like, card or video game based off of this. Just, like, collect them all style.
1: Oh, yeah. I just Googled Shaman King card, and, like, it just... Yeah, there are tons of this oh, stuff.
2: Right yeah, there's, like, two or three video games. Yep, all checks out. <laughs> there we go. Four
0: kids, marketing geniuses. Got it. <laughs> uh, So, yeah. Uh, they're looking for the ultimate spirit, and uh, he asks... Uh, the samurai spirit, Amitamaru, uh, but he refuses because he has unfinished business and cannot leave the graveyard uh, at Monument Hill. Uh, so, as uh, they leave, uh, Morty's like, I don't know why you want to pair up with that guy anyways. Because, uh, like, the legend behind him is that he, like, uh, served the king but betrayed him and killed yeah 50 of his friends or whatever yeah killed 50 of like the elite guard to the king before being murdered so he was a bad guy and uh uh yo is like no there's two sides to every story he has to be a good guy this was 600 years ago i'm sure some details get lost in the mud yeah why are you trying
1: to mess this up for me Morty? let me have this (laughs) let me have
2: this do this one thing
1: Morty.
0: (laughs) i need to align myself to this uh supposedly serial killer that i met uh last night
1: (laughs) What did your ghost do, Morty? Oh, what's that? You don't have one? Okay, <laughs> shut up.
2: Yeah, yeah. I like his logic. Get a
0: cool, nice ghost friend that's good at murder, and then come
2: talk to me. <laughs> I like EO's logic of like, well, he helped us lo- out last night, so he was good last night. He must have been good 600 years ago. That's like, well, John Wayne Gacy had a puppy. That doesn't, doesn't quite check out, but okay.
0: <laughs> mm, putting all your ghost eggs in one evil basket, I see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh. We see, uh, uh, Rio, uh, walking down the street. He's getting mocked by a bunch of kids because his hair's all whack now. And, uh, <laughs> and the story that he was beaten by, uh, two kids has gotten out so he uh looks at his reflection in in a store and vows vengeance for <laughs> for, for so his dramatic fame. Fame. Getting his haircut <laughs> uh the perfect line of no one touches my hair except for me and my barber <laughs> got
2: to specify and the barber
0: <laughs> there's one exception and his name sal <laughs> uh so they are looking at more history, they find that a museum in town has uh the sword that uh uh the samurai used six hundred years ago, and they want to see if they can get to the bottom of what actually happened. Uh they get to the museum right as it closed. It's a very uh dinky rundown museum where they it's seemingly critic- only
1: one attraction which is just the sword, That's what it seems like. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> uh they the uh, curator is about to leave. and Is like, oh, let me let me show you inside, my young friends. You're the last people to visit in at least a week.
2: the The museum hours were 10 to 2 p.m. and God, it, like if I could get a full time job, getting paying all my bills with just four hours of work a day, the dream. Uh, I would love to
0: have a job at a museum no one came to.
2: Exactly. I'd get so much sleep caught up
1: on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just hanging out, looking at that sword, then, not, then dozing back off. Yeah.
2: Still
0: there? Yep. Okay. Make sure no one steals these things that no one even wants to pay to come see. <laughs>
1: Oh no! Someone didn't steal our broken, rusty sword. Well, oh, let me go right back to sleep. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> I gotta, I gotta trick out my Yu Gi Oh deck for my tournament this weekend. This weekend. <laughs> uh, So we, uh, they get inside. They see the sword, and it's the legendary crying sword. Uh, because uh, after it was accepted into the museum every night uh these the sound of crying can be heard coming from it and salty tears are left on the ground outside the display every morning
2: now i'm i get the uh, the non appeal of just like an old museum no one goes to anymore and like it's full of stuffy maybe they don't care about but shouldn't someone be like hey every night tears appear around this sort and no one has a logical explanation what the like, like yeah, every
1: time I come in, there's bodily fluids around the thing. The only that <laughs> we have, yeah, and like yeah. I think his excuse was like maybe we have like leaky ducts. I was like, no matter how leaky your air, air conditioning is, it's not going to have human tears.
0: <laughs> yeah, especially if it's only at night as well, accompanied by the sound of cries. Yeah, right. Because, like, he talked about earlier, someone came to the museum thinking it was a museum of uh, mystery, and he was all disappointed. And you have a legitimate haunted artifact, (laughs) and that guy wasn't immediately enthralled.
1: If anything, you're the wacko, because you do have one legitimate mystery, which is tears that appear every single night.
0: (laughs) You could be marketing the shit out of this, and you're like, well, I guess I'll just leave and go home. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, I guess we're going to keep going, not having any business at this place. <laughs> see you later, Morty.
0: <laughs> Gotta write the great Japanese novel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so they, uh, they talk to the curator and he agrees to lock these two school children in the museum <laughs> overnight so they can see it for themselves.
2: What could go um. wrong?
0: He is so desperate for attention. He's like, oh, oh, <laughs> two Please
1: visitors. Yeah, you, you can move in, dude. That's funny. Dude. Like, I know that's, but I that I completely missed that. Like this old ass dude just locked in two fucking kids <laughs> in the museum because they asked him to. It's like, okay, sure, yeah, we have mysterious water that appears every night, but yeah, we can lock you in here.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's fine.
1: Yeah, it's all good.
0: Please, there's no admission here, so it's not like you're giving us extra money. But uh, yeah, just hang out. It's, <laughs> it's good chipper. to know I'm needed. <laughs> <laughs> You've given me purpose for at least another year on this earth.
2: I always uh, wanted to be a daycare operator. <laughs> 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 uh, so they wait
0: out the night. Uh, uh, we get uh, some great uh, localization where Yo's like, oh, I'm hungry. I could go for a double cheeseburger
1: right now.
2: <laughs> get it, America. It's Do you get, it? get also, it?
1: I love that he also got one for his ghost.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Later, I've said he'll buy food for him.
1: I know you don't have a stomach or any type of indescent but here, I went ahead and got you a burger anyway.
2: <laughs> Just be considerate.
1: Yeah, it's a thought that counts, I guess. He's trying to bond <laughs> with his spirit. I respect that. I shouldn't duck on him for doing
0: that. <laughs> I need you to have right of first refusal. Refusal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they, they wait out the night, and finally they see water start to appear. Uh, and then they look up and they see a g-g-g-ghost!
1: <laughs> <laughs> a g-g-g-g-g-g-crying ghost! agggggg
0: g- crying ghost <laughs> <laughs> g g g sad guy! <laughs> uh, they, uh, they're sitting, or they're, uh, this is, uh, Mosuke. Uh, he mm-hmm. is the, uh, the ghost that is linked to the sword. And this is where I'm gonna pass it over to Brendan.
2: We find out this is, uh, the swordsmith that made the sword, and it was also, like, childhood friends for, uh, Aminamaru. Who? Aminamaru, yeah. The more I say that name, the harder it's gonna get for me. (laughs) Um, and they're, like, childhood buddies, and they're, like, oh, we heard that, like, Aminamaru died, like, trying to steal this sword of light, and he's, like, what? No! The fuck told you that? And he's, like, whoa, okay. And he's, like, no, I'll tell you what happened. I didn't kill Aminamaru, but I destroyed him, and we find out, uh... He, uh, Minamaru and uh, Matsuki were so good as samurai and swordsmith, the king wanted them, like, for himself. And he's like, I'll pay you guys just to, like, work for me. And they're like, fuck yeah, easy gig. And then at one point, the king asked Minamaru to come see him. And he's like, hey, your buddy made me, like, the best sword in the country by far. And, like, I don't want him possibly making swords for anyone else, even though I have no reason to suspect he would. So could you (laughs) kill him? Like, I could get anyone else to kill him, but could you kill him?
1: Yeah, hey, could you go ahead and merc your best friend that I know you guys have a relationship with? It's
2: just like, such a specific request that ends up, like, biting the king in the ass. And Minamaru was like, there's this like, whole ordeal where it's like, Samurais have to do what their lord tells them, but Minamaru was just like, F- no, what, no, why would I do that? I've known you for like two days now. Yeah. And uh, he tells Masuki and Masuki's like, Fuck, well, if you gotta kill me, that's how it's gotta be. <laughs>
1: wow, wow. He's just a, a stand-up guy. I gotta say, like he really he was really he really was holding uh Aminamaru down. Like he was like, Yo, I'll do whatever you need of me to
2: Yeah, I'll die for you, man. <laughs> kill me? Okay,
1: sure, whatever you gotta do. <laughs>
2: I'm fine with it. Masuki's the original millennial, just praying for death. Just praying to get
1: killed. Please give me the sweet release.
2: Uh he
0: got a good job out of college, but it's not enough to pay off it's his not enough.
2: <laughs> all the loans. And uh so Minamaru's just like, nah, I'm not gonna do that. And Masuki's like, cool, I'm gonna make you the best sword and we're gonna get the hell out of Dodge. so he's like, So meet me up tomorrow night when you're supposed to kill me. And uh the next night a Minamaru goes to meet up with him, but Masuki's because he's put he's putting an extra polish on that sword. He's making it real nice and because of that, Aminamaru meets up at Monument Hill or too early and gets caught by all the guards. And that's when he kills the 50 uh, bodyguards for the king and uh, tries to kill the king himself. And that's when he dies fighting them all. So that's where that legend comes from. Of like, he's a bad guy. He was an assassin going after the king. It's because he was actually... That, it's, that, it's
1: a, yeah it's so funny that like he like that was the one time he couldn't be like a little bit more on top of times like you, you really <laughs> yeah. need to stick around and like add time, an extra polish to that sword but
2: yeah like if we're le- if we're leaving town you can polish it later like we're both leaving yeah <laughs> it's not that big of a deal like and, you
0: he wanted to make the a better sword than the one he gave the king but like it could be equally as fine. He's not fighting the king right now. Just take care of the guards and then do that polish. It's like, just make it functional, dude. Yeah.
1: Also, I doubt the king can fight. Like, just yeah, re- like yeah, looking yeah, at the true. guy, you're like, oh, he he can't fight. You'll be fine. <laughs>
2: He's a real pampered, like, rich guy. He's got the even the, oh, voice of, like, the rich <laughs> king. So, like, yeah, it doesn't take much. You could just kill the king and take
1: that sword. <laughs> yeah, Here, here's a rock Go hit him over there with that and let's yeah. go
0: Yeah, if someone I mean, handed me like a $10,000 guitar, that doesn't mean I'm gonna start shredding It's like, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, just give me Something functional
2: I left the king alone in a room with a piece of string Honestly, he'll probably kill himself in an hour We'll just wait it out <laughs> He's so defenseless um, So when Masuki finally comes with the sword of light He finds out a Minamaru is already dead And then they kill Masuki And then that's how their souls are still trapped on Earth because they have, like, the unfinished business. And that's when Yo goes up to him and is like, oh, that's all? Cool. What if you just possessed my body and then we fix this sword up and give it to Minamaru and then you can finish your business? And Masuki's like, oh, fuck, you can do that? He's like, hell yeah. And <laughs> I'm a shaman, baby. I'm a shaman. Got you, man. <laughs> and so uh, Yo, like, possesses him, crunches him up into a ball, slams him in the chest hole. Just straight up, Steals an ancient artifact from a museum, just, yeah, after just that sure poor man let him stay for free <laughs> yeah. yeah, so not only did he get out of the museum even though it was locked up, he also steals from it but <laughs> and uh, they technically
0: go... they avoided a breaking and entering charge since they were already inside <laughs>
1: was just they was they fixed though the the mysterious like water, so that that's gone, like <laughs> no more tears so they got that done.
2: Is your curator's just like, yeah, I left these kids in my museum and they fixed all my air ducts. I don't know what happened. <laughs> the leak's gone. Um, so, Yo takes the sword, repairs it somehow in, like, seconds, minutes, and, like, very quickly is able to, re- like, renew this old ancient rusted-ass sword. And they go to Monument Hill and give it to Minamaru. And he's like, oh, where's Masuki? It's like, oh, he didn't want to come because he's embarrassed you died because of him. So he wanted to, like, give you the sword and redeem himself he didn't want to see you, I guess.
1: He was too embarrassed.
2: It, 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 embarrassment's weird for not seeing your friend you killed 600 years ago. I feel like you can get over that, but I guess Masuki's weird.
0: Yeah, especially uh, after waiting 600 years to be freed. Being yeah. like, eh, uh, uh, oh, it's all the way across town. I don't have enough money for an Uber right now.
2: <laughs> Yo is his Uber. <laughs> And uh so they give him the sword, and I guess Aminamaru is like, that's his unfinished business. So uh they're like, yeah, here you go, we're even now, and uh Yo and Mortimer walk away, and we see Aminamaru going up in this white beam of light, I guess ascending into heaven. They don't really mention that, but it's just like,
1: yeah. like it seems it's like sort of it's sort of like, happening.
2: Yeah, it seems like he's on his way out, it seems like he's set. And then while Yo and Mortimer are leaving the graveyard, they bump into Rio and he's just like, Hey, thought you'd be here. Guess what? I'm gonna beat you now. I'm gonna beat your ass. And now that Aminamaru isn't possessing Yo, he he can't fight as well. So also,
1: oh, so I love how long it's taking him to ascend to heaven. Like
2: it's real slow. Yeah, Slung. it takes a really long time. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, he could probably just jump and get there faster. <laughs> like it's it's a slow, gradual uh, ascension. And but during that ascension, he sees Ryo attacking Yo and Mortimer, and it's just like, all right, I guess I got to do everything down here. Quits on heaven. It's like, you know, eternal salvation's cool and all, but, like, these little kids.
1: I need to help this boy beat up this Italian
2: man. (laughs) (laughs) This full-ass adult. So he leaves and uh, possesses Yo again, who uh, just catches the sword, the wooden sword Rio swinging at him, and just kind of, like, throws him to the side, and I guess that's enough to scare Rio again, and he goes running off. Like, he doesn't actually fight Rio, he just kind of, like, scares him, and... So Aminamaro like pops out. and is like, "Yeah, I guess I'll join your team. Like, I'll help you out. I've already been here for six hundred years. What's like, what? How old are you? Fourteen? Like, I can probably wait another fifty. You'll probably <laughs> be dead by
1: then." Yeah, yeah. yeah. to this point, it's just a couple. Of, it is. It's like nothing to me.
2: Yeah, he sees him eating the double cheeseburger, and he's like, "All right, make that like thirty-five years." Like, like <laughs> yeah, and uh, so they also go back, and Amaterasu's like, "Well, my business here is done. I don't actually need the sword since I am a ghost and can't hold physical things." So he's like, I guess we'll just return the sword we straight up stole from that old man in museum. <laughs> and they return it all nicely polished and fixed up and you know, cross out the crying sword of a Minamaru and just write the sword of light. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure that old man came back and was like, what the fuck?
1: What they stole my sword, put a new one here, and they vandalized my my little Science. display.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm For an reason- old man. It took me weeks to type that up in word.
2: <laughs> I don't understand computers but Honestly,
0: also I, I just kept thinking of like the uh pawn shop stories of like someone having an antique polishing it up and being like, mm, ruining you, it. you ruined all the like age that made it like known to be an antique, so uh it's <laughs> garbage now. And they who? just cleaned up this 600-year-old sword and just made it worthless.
1: Oh, you ruined it, guys.
2: <laughs> who who restored this sword? Was it Kevin or was it Jake? Because there are only two ones in the city who were skilled enough to restore antique swords. <laughs> What's that? It was some little shit middle schooler? It's done. The sword's ruined.
1: <laughs> we're closing down this branch of the museum. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> Finally, I'm free. To be fair, if someone said, like, hey, old man, you're a shit museum curator, and, like, They're right. He let two kids sleep in their museum and steal their shit. (laughs) Yeah, you got me. (laughs) Yeah, the spinoff
0: series we need is him uh, turning to a life of crime after two kids (laughs) ruined his livelihood.
2: He steals more artifacts and becomes the antagonist in a later season. (laughs) Uh, So then we jump ahead to episode three. And uh, it opens with more and more reading more books about shaman stuff because that's all he's good for. And he hears just a voice in his head saying, like, come to the graveyard, which is always a good sign. And he just sees some kids standing up on top of, like, a pagoda. And uh, it's a random, the random voice is, pops in his head again. And it's British for some reason? <laughs> Th- this is some of those four kid, like, unnecessary accents that we love so much. <laughs> and he says, like, tell your friend his days are numbered. And uh, he looks right at Mortimer. so it's just kind of like, I'm talking to you. Like, You mean like, me? Yeah, you, <laughs> the only other person in this graveyard. <laughs>
0: also and uh most of this sequence is reused footage from the pilot
2: <laughs> yes it's yeah same it's mortimer walking to the graveyard like a lot of those scenes are the same we got like a red tint of the moon but that's about it
1: also this kid definitely has like you could It feels like they were sort of ripping off frieza like they had definitely frieza energy
2: yeah mm-hmm. the voice voice. The voice yeah yeah i could definitely see that and uh it, it seems like he's sent up to be an antagonist we saw him in the opening but in a different outfit. So I guess he sticks around longer and eventually maybe becomes a friend. That's just what I take from the openings that explain way too much of the series. Yeah. And, uh, we see Mortimer goes to school the next day and tells yo, like, Hey, this kid threatened it. you threatened you. And yo is like, I don't know. Maybe it's not me. He's like, what do you mean? It maybe it's not you. <laughs> it's another, it was another kid standing on top of a building with a giant ass glaive talking to me telepathically. Who the, uh, who the hell else would he be talking about? <laughs> and, uh, So, uh, after school, it cuts to them just in a park, and there's a heat wave, and Mortimer's, like, sitting on a bench, like, fanning himself, while Yo is just, like, dancing and, like, exercising, saying you have to, like, literally beat the heat. You have to, like, beat the heat (laughs) out of you.
1: That one doesn't check out, man. I don't know if you can (laughs) out-exercise being hot.
0: No. I'd love to see the research you did on that, Yo.
1: (laughs) I need need to see the receipt for this one, buddy.
2: (laughs) And then it immediately cuts to Yo, like, passing out from heat stroke. And then uh, Mortimer dragging him into this little like beach like hut like it's like a hut, type of hut you would see on like a beach that sells shaved ice and then for some reason it's just in the middle of the city <laughs> and they're like oh boy ice cream it's it's very clearly shaved ice this is just like one of those unnecessary <laughs> like translation issues
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
2: and uh, we see them get shaved ice and Yo gets two uh, cups of it and he breaks out this little like. Tombstone totem thing he makes, and Mortimer's like, The fuck is that? He's like, Oh, it's a little like idol thing I made for a Minamaru so he can come along with me. And then we see a just appear behind him, and just like, Oh, sh- I guess he's just pocket size now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he's just constantly and, there now.
2: Yeah, he's just always with him. He's in my Pokeball, I mean, Talisman. <laughs> I mean, uh, you could buy it at your local uh, game store. And <laughs> the one thing that caught me was Yo says, like, Oh, I made it in shop class, and I was like, do Japanese schools have wood shop? I've never thought about that, but I've never also, I've also never seen one. Hmm.
1: Yeah, hmm. I don't think I've ever seen an anime where it would be like, they're in shop class. Yeah. I'm sure they do, but like, I think of like all the animes I've watched that takes place in high school. I've never been like, all right, guys, I'll be in third period in shop.
2: Yeah. You never <laughs> see like you, y- y- Hakusho, where the bully, is like an idiot in terrible class, but then he gets all of his like, Uh, powerful or angry energy out in a creative outlet where he can use his hands and it's like oh now he actually has something to put that energy into he's not an (laughs) asshole anymore and
1: like it works that'd be such a funny pitch for like how to resolve a conflict in an anime (laughs) i'm gonna take all my aggression out in my shop class i'll see you (laughs) at three o'clock nerd (laughs) whoever builds the best clock Whoever does the best look in the art wins the tournament.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the main character trying to save the world from some villain who's going to like collapse it into the Shadow Realm. And he's like, ah, oh, man, I got a fucking lacquer in my cabinet today. Like, I got to get it on the third day to get that dark <laughs> coat on. Like, what the fuck? Uh, I would it love is her. you, the wood master. Love <laughs> yeah, don't give me sports anime anymore. Give me wood shop animes. <laughs> give me metal shop animes.
1: I would Honestly, watch not. so much. If you did like a wood anime, like a shop anime, I would watch the hell out of it.
2: That'd be amazing. Oh no, I left my crying
0: sword on it. Now there's water damage. Ah, oh shit, no, it warped.
2: <laughs> uh, so, uh, a Minamar also pops up and he also says like, yeah, me and Yope and hanging out a lot more. He taught me how to play basketball. And <laughs> I wrote down the quote of... Yo taught me how to go to the hole and throw it down and then say, in your face, turkey. Like, I'm, just, like, I'm glad this is what a samurai is learning about our culture.
1: I so want to know what the original, like, scene, what said in that, like, if they still had, like, a sports thing that they were doing or if they actually used basketball. So that's very, that seems so insane to me. I
2: just love the phrase, in your face, turkey. I'm like, that applied in, like, the 70s. And, like, for a hot year in 98 and no other time period. (laughs) (laughs) So, Yo's talking about how helpful a Minamaru is and, like, helping him in his daily life. Like, scaring away bullies and thugs. And also just using him as an alarm clock, like, to wake him up in the morning. And we get a shot of Yo sleeping in bed. And a Minamaru's, like, I guess trying to whisper in his ear to wake him up. But it just looks like he's spooning him.
1: It's very creepy.
2: It's very, like, sensual, and it's just like, I don't.
1: That means that, like, he's constantly there. When he's, like, taking a shower or oh, taking yeah. a, like, oh, dropping yeah. a, a number two, he's like, Ammar, can I just, like, get, like, five minutes? That's just- all that I need.
2: <laughs> he just take, takes a little, like, headstone he made and just throws it out the window. Just get out of here. Fetch, boy. <laughs> he just ties it to a dog's collar and it's like, I'll see him in a week. <laughs> He'll make his way back yeah. at some point. <laughs> He'll possess my He'll body and <laughs> beat the shit out of me. <laughs> so, uh, later that night, we see uh, Mortimer thinking, and he's like, Oh, maybe I'll be a shaman someday. It's like, No, you're like two feet tall, man. Like, that's not how you You're a side character. Bad. Learn your place. Learn your place. <laughs> Stay in your lane. And as he's walking home, he hears the voice again in his head from the British kid. And uh, then, like, as he's on a street corner, the British kid walks up right next to him and uh he's like talking a little bit he's like oh god like you're a shaman he's not british he's like definitely chinese but once again british accent and uh the kid just starts walking into the middle of the street mortimer's like hey well, hold up it's red and the kid says maybe for you it's like no like no it's it's still that's red. objective that's you a ignore it fact. if you want but it's it definitely doesn't red. change per person <laughs> And uh, when he says that, we see just a truck hurling at him going, like, Mach 10 or something. Like, just flying at him down the street. (laughs) And the kid just summons his giant uh, Chinese warrior spirit and cuts the truck in half. And it's just like, that
1: and it explodes like you can see it like they do a shot where like an aerial shot you can see it from like blocks away this huge explosion and like no one does anything it's just these two kids and the the, the driver like like oh my god what happened and, like, sort of runs off.
2: my boss is gonna kill me uh, and, like
0: runs off and so i i have a question on our anime trope bingo card does this count for saving a boy from traffic
2: uh, yes, I marked that off, because <laughs> technically there's a boy in traffic, and the spirit saved him, so I, I checked it off for that.
0: <laughs> okay, I just needed to clarify.
2: <laughs> and uh, yeah, he could have showed his power any other way. He could have just summoned the spirit and been like, I'm also shaman, what up? Instead, he ruins a truck, causes an explosion, and almost kills a guy. So, <laughs> this kid's an asshole. Uh, and we find out his name is Len... And he's from the Tao family, and he also aims to become Shaman King, which is the title of the show. There you, you go. It's <laughs> gonna be a terminant arc, you guys. Yeah, yeah. He talks about the tournament, and like Mortimer's just like, I don't, I don't know what's happening here, man. Like, <laughs> I know a Shaman, but that's it. I, I'm not on board with the shit. And so he uh, accepts. Mortimer accepts. He won't be Shaman one day, and uh, he goes to tell Yo about it, saying like, Hey, he threatened you again, and like, shit's real now. And Yo's like, ah, baloney. I don't know about this. This ain't so big.
0: It hasn't personally affected me yet, so it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> it's because cut cool. my truck in half.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cut to like Yo going home, and his uncle's just like, what the fuck? Some kid just cut my. Um. <laughs> so Yo isn't as worried, but he's like, oh, he did mention the tournament, showing that Yo also knows about the tournament, but we still don't, so. Eh? And. Again, he's the mysterious kid. Yeah. And is there kind of like, huh, Chinese warrior spirit, eh? I met a few of those back in my time. I'm curious to know what Dynasty he's from. And she's like, hey, guys, the dude cut a truck in half. Yeah. You beat up a, yeah. you beat yeah. a, yeah, a every bully. Every
1: Dynasty is really good at cutting shit in half. He's <laughs> from that
2: one. I think our power levels are a little concerning because he has telepathy and a giant-ass glaive. You have a wooden stick you stole from a bully. <laughs> so it's <so laughs> just like, ah... And then we see... If only you kept
0: the giant, super powerful sword that we had last
2: episode.
0: (laughs) The Sword of
2: Light, which may come into later episodes, hopefully. (laughs) And we get a shot of Len standing over traffic, saying like, you know, all these idiots going to work not doing anything, I'll prove them all by ruling over them. And it's just like, gee, I don't know what the Shaman King tournament is, but you're like 12. Let's rein it in, small child. (laughs) Because... For, uh, we didn't describe him either. Everyone else, like, Yo, is kind of exaggerated. He's got, like, the big headphones, a pop uh, shirt, and, like, big rolled cufflinks on his pants and stuff. So he's, like, kind of, like, uh, strange but not too outrageous. Yin is just, like, he's got just, like, alfalfa to, like, the umpteenth degree. Like, just, like, this needle hair over this, like, bowl <laughs> cut. And then he he's wearing, like, a yellow business suit, like, jacket. And then just, like, short shorts.
1: Just, like, these little kid shorts. Hey, it's hot. You know, you got to keep those legs, you know, nice nice and breezy. It's
2: nice and breezy. They're comfy <laughs> shorts. And it's just like, he's an odd-looking character.
1: It is, a very, it is a very bizarre character design that they've given, frankly, everyone, but mainly this kid. Like, they make a lot of choices. A lot of strong it, choices are made.
2: It's hard to be intimidating while wearing Daisy Dukes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we see a shot of Yo and Mortimer walking talking, and they're at a street corner. And as they're crossing the street, they bump into Yen. Dun, 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 the standoff. And, you know, this must like,
1: fight and I am the best one ever.
2: <laughs> Basically, uh, he immediately insults them. And he's just like, you know, you're sloppy looking shaman. Like you can't be taken respectfully. And is like, oh, well, Minamar is my buddy here. And he's like, buddy. <laughs> and laughs for like a minute. minute. Yeah, he laughs for, uh,
1: for almost the entire episode.
2: Just, like, the solid, like, super villain, like, evil laugh. Like, we get it. This guy's bad. (laughs) Oh, we have so much time to fill. We had to cut things out. Oh, no. And then uh, Yen just walks away, and he's like, meet me in the graveyard. We'll rumble tonight. And Mortimer's freaking out, like, the fuck? And Yen was like, eh, we'll probably be in the graveyard anyway. No big deal. So he's trying to play it off casually. Yeah. And that's when a Minamaru uh, pops out and says, like, oh, I notice his spirit. Is from the Kublai Khan like group of warriors, so like just legit. He's he's not like Mahatma Gandhi. Like he, this asshole knows how to fight.
1: Yeah, and I also love that uh, Minamaru has seemed to have fought for every dynasty, every great dynasty of the time period.
2: Yeah, he's he's very <laughs> learned for being trapped on a hill for six hundred years and uh, just being a samurai in the small town, as far as we know. Oh, he was buried next to a history teacher. That's ah. why he's uh, so up to date. He's buried
1: next to uh, somebody who's really into hardcore history podcasts. And <laughs> oh,
2: now I'm just imagining like all these ghosts hanging out in a graveyard, and someone's teaching like a pilgrim. I'm like, yeah, so it's called a Game Boy. It's this little square, and you just pop, <laughs> like trying to teach other ghosts about your time period, and being like, "What the fuck is that?" Um. So then, uh, while they're talking, uh, I guess more and more goes home. And uh, Yo and Minamaru go off into a park and grab some more burgers. He gets the Minamaru one, being respectful. And uh Minamaru's like, Hey, we're gonna fight this guy, it's gonna be worse than like the nerd we fought before. Like, he's got an actual spear, we're gonna be on par. And uh, Yo says, It's hard to take someone serious in those shorts, and <laughs> exactly what I said, very fair. <laughs> and uh CEO says like oh no I just joke when I'm nervous like I am worried about this we'll try and think of a strategy he's like don't worry though we'll head over there and we'll kick their ass and while they're heading over to Monument Hill they bump into Mortimer And it's like well time to do this and the gang's getting all together and uh then we cut to we see the dead enders the gang that Rio is leading talking about like I guess they're walking into the graveyard they're not at the hill yet and they're talking about like they're you. They're not going to be able to go to their usual spot anymore. Now they got kicked out like twice, and that uh, Ryo says if he sees Yo again, he'll beat him up. Like he still wants revenge, even though he got his ass kicked twice now. <laughs> 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 and uh, while they're talking, uh, Lin shows up and he tells them like, "Ah, right, get out of here. You know it's your only warning." And they're just like, "Oh, this little kid wants to fight? Sure." And he kicks over their motorcycles. Uh, I'm
1: um, going to be disquito.
2: Yeah, <laughs> basically. Uh, and he tells them, like, leave before you get all beat up. And they're like, all right, fine. We'll beat you up. And he pulls out – or he beat – no. Yeah, Limp beats all of them up in, like, you know, sort of the Naruto Dragon Ball Z style where it's just, like, he disappears and beats them all so quick and then appears in the center of them as they all fall. Just, like, real by the – These real, guys must up.
1: be the worst gang in all of, like, <laughs> that town. Like, they get their ass constantly kicked by, like
0: – Children. Yeah. It's just, like – I think yeah, we push. saw the kids on the street making fun of them. We miss that they always make fun of them because <laughs> those kids are their own gang that also beat up Rio. Yeah.
2: Those kids have uh rulers with uh uh push pants uh taped to the end of it and they fight Rio <laughs> and they beat his ass every day. That's the real <laughs> gang in the bookstore.
0: <laughs> hey Rio, gimme your lunch money, nerd.
2: <laughs> oh shit, it's little Jeffrey. Get out of here. <laughs> and uh so we see him. Uh, and then pull out his, like, full-ass glaive, which is, like, I know he's small, so everything looks big compared to them, but this glaive is, like, 12 feet long. Like, it's massive. It's <laughs> massive. No one can reasonably carry this besides Guan Yu himself. Like,
1: <laughs> Also, like, so I love that he hid it in his pocket and, like...
2: It's collapsible. Yeah. <laughs> and I, it, it makes me wonder, I'm like, how strong is the integrity of that weapon if it's collapsible? Like, it can't be that good. It's totally <laughs> hollow. Yeah. And uh, so we see him go, like about to just stab Rio, just like all right, I'll just kill you in this graveyard. And I'm twelve, and that's when <laughs> Yo shows up and grabs the end of it. It's like, ah, hold up, uh, Rio, get the fuck out of here. And Rio, like crab, runs away, like runs away on his back legs. legs that did like- make me laugh. I will say, like <laughs> that
1: particular like little bit made me. I was like, all right, that's really funny.
2: A <laughs> <The> little scary. <laughs> And uh, he says uh, – uh, Lin says, like, I know all about your family, yo, and your you know, your father was – your father and grandfather were both legendary shaman. Like, I'm going to put you to the test to see how good you are at this. So they both summon their spirits, like, compact them into little balls, slam them in the chest. And, so
1: and- anticlimactic, I have to say. I was like, <laughs> I, you just want to see two giant, like, ghosts fight, but when, like, they turn them into little balls and, like, like uh, Lin was, like, a little cute version. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh man, just show, them, just show them fighting like stands.
2: <laughs> yeah, so it's it's weird. It's not like Pokemon where the, like the trainers sit by the sidelines and the actual you know creatures fight. And so it's not the spirits just fighting each other, but it is kind of like we do see uh, Lin and Re- uh, Yo clash, and then we see their spirits do the same thing. So we don't know if the spirits are just copying, like mimicking them, or if they're actually also fighting, or if it's just these the two shamans are fighting, but just with their power. Or if it's just a visual thing, like, it's just stylized. Uh, so it's not super clear, but they start fighting for a bit. And uh, it's, it's something you have to see. I. It's very dist- uh, boring to describe a fight scene. And uh, he says, uh, Lin says his family's been preparing for generations. I think for 500 years, he says, for the Shaman Tournament. So I guess the Shaman Tournament doesn't happen, like, all the time. It's not an annual thing. So uh it, clearly his family has been training and like well knowledgeable about all of this where Yo was saying like yeah I just kind of started taking this shaman stuff seriously like not recently so up till this point he hasn't really given a <laughs> shit about it
0: Yeah it comes around every uh 500 years but I'm going to wing it Yeah I'll figure it out the day
1: thing.
2: of Yeah <laughs> I'll do a cram session the night
0: before Uh I learn by doing I'll get on the job training <laughs>
2: I don't need to write this down. I'll remember it later. The biggest (laughs) lie I've told myself in school. (laughs) Never remember. Uh, so the gang sees these two kids fighting and they're just like, Oh shit, these kids are kind of going at it. And Rio is starting to kind of see, he's like, there's something above these kids or there's something above these kids. uh."
1: God, it's like a little bit of ghost over (laughs) (laughs) here. So
2: he, he's kind of seeing the spirits himself. So it's like, Oh, maybe he'll be a returning character. And, uh, we see yo stops, uh, Lin's attack and like he goes into like overdrive mode and yo is able to like instead of like avoiding it he just attacks him straight on and counters the attack and we see the blade go past him and just like a a wind cuts the motorcycle behind him in half so it's like (laughs) legit a big ass glaive versus just a wooden sword
1: yeah he's not playing around like he's definitely out there to like merc some kids
2: yeah exactly (laughs) and um Link goes like an, into like 100% mode or 100% control of his spirit mode or whatever, and throws Yo against like a tombstone and cracks it in half. It's kind of like oh he he went like Super Saiyan or you know full throttle serious <laughs> mode. Yeah. And uh, Link dives at him with the glaive, and uh, we just get like a s- still frame shot. We see the sword or Yo's sword get cut in half, and then we see his shoulder spray out blood.
1: Yeah, they and, try to. You can tell they try to cut around that, but they couldn't get all of it. Yeah, yeah. When I saw that, I was like, oh, shit, this is, like, an actual serious show.
2: Yeah, there's plenty of times in anime where, like, in the original uh, Japanese, they'll have, like, red scuff marks on them. Like, oh, they got cut. Like, that's blood. And then in the four kids one, they just turn it to brown. So it's like, oh, he got dirty. Like, it's not blood. No one got hurt. So,
0: oh mud fight! Oh, oh
2: God. yeah, you got mud. Oh mud. boy! <laughs> uh, and then yeah, we see the blood spray out and it says "to be continue. So we're left on a cliffhanger. Kindly I do want intense. to know how the
1: fight, how the fight like concludes. I mean, I'm sure I know that the EO is going to win, but I am curious to see like what happens.
2: Yeah, it'd be very anticlimactic if the main character dies in like episode four. <laughs> But
0: I'm sure this is gonna be the oh I I need to take things seriously now. Yeah I, I can't find one cool samurai and call it a day. <laughs>
2: I'll have to break back into the museum and steal back a real ass sword. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's what we got of Shaman King.
1: Wow, that was uh I can't believe this is only three episodes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's uh sixty one after
0: this.
1: <laughs> so uh have either of you watched the entire go. series? No no
2: this is honestly this is probably the most i've watched of it
1: oh so, wow okay yeah. yeah i uh yeah it's just such a i can't get over how like they how they they're combining pokemon with with jojo's bizarre adventure <laughs> and like how they made yeah. the choice to like take these like badass ghost spirits and turn them into like little cute things it's such a funny thing to do
2: scrunch them up and turn them into little chibi versions. like oh it
1: and they shove them into their chest You're like that's such a funny <laughs> that's such a wild way to like to like do that
2: i'm amazed there's not some sort of like accessory like a chest piece or like a g- g- gauntlet with a hole in it where you could you could buy it as a toy and then get the little spirit orbs and pop them in and out yourself like that seems like it'd be an easy easy strategy yeah because i know Yu Gi Oh definitely had um the dual disc and it was before you just play cards, and then there was a dual disc where you could attach it to your arm, and it's just a fucking, like, full length platform. Blade. Yeah. And it's like, God, that's so impractical. But it's just so that they can, A, in the show, play card- Yu Gi Oh wherever, but it was also B, something they can merchandise the shit out of. Because I knew some people that had it, and it was dumb as hell because <laughs> like if i'm playing against somebody like playing yu-gi-oh against someone's yu-gi-oh against someone at a table and i'm throwing my cards out on the table and i have to stand up and walk around and angle myself to see what he's got on his arm like i'm not playing that guy anymore <laughs> i use
1: pot of green have you guys seen that video that no, youtube no. video uh no. may- there's maybe. there's this uh there's this uh like yu-gi-oh online vr game and there is this guy that was just trolling a bunch of people because the game was really buggy, it was really crappy, and like there was hardly anyone in the game. But uh, mm-hmm. there's this really funny video of this guy is, of just trolling various people where like he's just calling out random cards and like <laughs> not going against the rules and like, but he's. he's he's performing it as if he was in the anime Anime, so he's like I draw part of greed and because of that I can do this yeah. and then like yeah. he's just, that, that, who he's battling is like you can't do that man that's not against the rules false it's actually with the rules <laughs> it's
0: very very funny
1: it's one of the funniest videos I've seen it's very very funny
2: yeah, see that. That sounds great. I mean, we we just watched you last episode, and within those first three episodes, they immediately break their own rules of the card game. So, like, <laughs> maybe the show's not best to learn from.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh,
2: so, are we there yet? Would you continue watching the show if you were fourteen again and
1: watching? Oh boy, you know what? I want I, no. I don't <laughs> think I would. I, uh, yeah, I think uh, you know what? I think if it was like, I think I would probably give like, the Japanese, like, subtitled version, um, a shot, like, if I was watching that, yeah. they, the, the four kids version makes so many <laughs> wild choices as far as, like, editing and characters, like, there's constant narration where I know that there would be, no, there's not narration, like, just guessing, yeah. um, but I, you know what, here's what I'll say, I would watch the Japanese version, subtitled, but they would have to keep Ryo with his with his <laughs> Italian accent. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> hey, that is the only way that character works.
1: Hit my my motorcycle.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah i I agree. I feel like um since they are it is half Pokemon half JoJo. I would rather honestly just watch Pokemon or JoJo. Yeah. Like uh like sort of uh, the mechanics of it. I feel like once we get into the actual like tournament that they're talking about and we get past the like set dressing that they're trying to do and get into the meat of the show it gets more engaging but right now it's hey let's help this ghost out
2: (laughs) cool i was kind of really hoping we skipped over it um but there's a part where yo talks to aminamaru and aminamaru declines his invite And then there's just like a judo karate ghost that pops up later and is just screaming at a Minamaru like, why didn't you go with him? But he only screams at full volume all the time.
0: Yes, I totally glossed over it. He was 90% teeth. How did I forget? So much
2: teeth.
1: He was I, all chin I, and teeth, yeah. I, I was, was
2: kind of hoping Mortimer would actually become a shaman and that would be his spirit. Like, he, the only spirit he gets are kind of the shitty ones. <laughs>
1: Super aggro. <laughs> yeah. G- yeah. Or,
2: they, or they go to the Shaman King tournament and it's like, you have to fight my uh, samurai spirit of Minamaru. It's like, you have to fight my grandma. She died last month. And I wanted to help her out. <laughs> like <laughs> she has Please, the power we of zoe. need this win <laughs> uh, so yeah the show yeah like it's... and
0: even with like we get some fun accent changes but we don't get any of the like truly wild stuff like <laughs> the Tokyo Mew Mew like renaming people from like lettuce and strawberry <laughs> into like zoe
2: and stuff <laughs> Or the Sailor Moon of just like oh I guess my friend's from Brooklyn now like <laughs> not her entire family just just her. her just her oh God yeah it's Ultimate Muscle like two weeks ago really really colored my perspective on the rest of the four kids I'm like they they went so hard with just so much weird and like some casual racist and child abuse like choices it's just like it's hard to beat that and it's just like ah. Uh, so like I don't think this show is bad necessarily, but especially now as adults, I don't know if it'll keep our interest as much.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. This was definitely made for early two thousands kids yeah. without any regard for how it would hold up. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, one hundred percent.
2: Very of the time. So hey, it was a good time though. It's a uh, good good hour and a half. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean I've watched worse shows than this.
2: I'll continue to watch worse shows than this, but I'm a masochist. Uh, well, so. uh, thank you for
0: joining us. Uh, we we keep forgetting to do this, uh, so I'll <laughs> remember this week. Do it uh, this time. Uh, Brendan, do you know what we're watching next week?
2: <laughs> yes, next week we are in the wind down of our Four Kids-a-thon. We're wrapping it up soon. Oh, we also forgot to do this in the beginning. Uh, thank you, Roman uh, Barga. He also recommended Shaman King to us, and it fit nicely inside with Halloween and our Four Kids-a-thon. So thank yes, you, thank you. The Mr. thing Roman.
0: you specifically messaged me before <laughs> to remember to do, and I immediately pushed out of my brain. It happens. It happens so
2: often. We're down a host. We're, it's an off week for us. Uh, that's my excuse. Um, but yes, next week we're ra- winding things down to Four Kids thon and we're watching Kirby right back at you. <laughs> <laughs> nothing yes. nothing anime like says Kirby. anime like Kirby. Yes,
0: get a get a get the Niten- Nintendo angle in as well. <laughs> oh yeah. Ah, uh, well, uh, thank you for joining us, Zig. Thanks this for this having was, me. This was very uh, fun. Uh, Where, where can people find you online?
1: (laughs) Uh, You know, they can find me if they want to find me at yay for Zig across all social media platforms. Um, And they can find the dark wee podcast, which is a, as you mentioned, the, the, the wee podcast we do, we talk about anime and comic books and manga and all sorts of stuff. Uh, That's at dark wee pod on Twitter and Instagram. And if there's a show
0: you would like us to watch, you can send uh, your recommendations to us at arewebthereyet at gmail.com or on Twitter and Instagram at arewebthereyet. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan.
2: You can find me on Twitter at Brandon. It stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast I also do.
0: And thank you to Camille Rooley for our artwork and thank you to Louis Zong for the use of our theme song, Stories off the Album Beats. You can find all of Louis' music at louiszong.bandcamp.com Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime.